Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas and what the absolute perfect panel to be alongside me today to discuss FIFA the best. Craig Burley is here, <laughs> Steve Nichol here as well. And it was announced earlier today that Lionel Messi was the best player in 2023, oh. according to a series of voters that included captains of the national team, coaches of the national team as well. The media had a vote, as did fans. Uh, in the end, it was tied between Messi and Haaland. Uh, but because Messi had the most first place votes among the international captain, he has, he has crowned uh, FIFA's best. One very important note to make whilst addressing this competition is that it did not include the World Cup. So it's from the day the World Cup finished to August the 20th. That period is when we are judging these players. Of course, a period in which uh, Lionel Messi moved from PSG to MLS. Uh, Mario is here as I well. I think the argument for the Mario's balance. face kind of sums it up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one person. There's only one person that's been excited by this all day. Oh, who's been excited? Somebody sending a lot of email. Oh, our producer, of course, yeah, has been very excited else. by this fact. Well, I suppose the World Cup really was the only... Pretty much the only argument for Messi actually winning the Ballon d'Or. Yes. Right? <laughs> so those of us that thought it should have been somebody else had to sort of secede to this World Cup, you know, finally did it. And that, right. fair enough. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Right. You can, you can swallow that. I mean, it's some achievement. <laughs> What's he done in 2023? Really? He's moved to Major League Soccer. On the US Open Cup, didn't he? If you are voting... Well, so did I, but I wasn't, the leagues, I wasn't the, leagues, the uh, coach, top coaches in the Ballon d'Or, was it? <laughs> well, I won the US Open Cup as well. Come on, let's name... Oh, by the way, and the tournament that he won, but he won the US Open Cup and he won the, 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 that tournament between the Mexicans... The Leagues Cup. He won the, the Leagues Cup. Cup. He didn't win the US Open Cup, he won the Leagues Cup. Right. Well, yeah. I won that as well, but I wasn't in the uh, Ballon d'Or for top coach of the year. Wow, well, wow. Well, that? That's the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Steve. That's the... Uh, that's what, Mbappe did what he did in that year. Yes. Uh, that season, mm -hmm. that year, whatever it is. Uh, Erling Haaland won the lot, didn't he? Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shall we just out some of these idiots? But you say that. All oh, right. Mo Salah, Robert Lewandowski, yeah, Virgil idiots. van Dijk, yeah, Harry Kane, they idiots. all voted. Yeah, they're idiots. Brain dead. They've got a meeting in Starbucks at five past three and they've got. God, <laughs> Right. They don't even know what they're doing. Okay. And they say footballers are not thick. They say they're not thick, Mario. I mean, come on. Who's the best player? Who was the best player? Oh, the World Cup's finished. Who do you think the best player Mr. Capitanos are? Oh. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Hey, Messi! No, no, <laughs> you want to tell me? Hey, come on. Harry we Kane. We insulted ourselves, yeah. eh? so be careful no, with that one. Yeah, I know. No, there are, there are, there are exceptions right. to the uh, yeah. ability to articulate. <laughs> Robertson, okay. your boy, vote for Messi. 
What's well, they wrong don't, with these people? See, why am I getting angry about this? They don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't listen to the, the rules of the whatever the competition it is. Never mind what's the yes. Ballon d'Or. They right. don't listen to the rules. Like, they don't care. They don't care. They, they don't just stick a box and move it's on. It's like, well, yeah, Messi's the best player. Right. Yeah. Messi. Yeah. And that's I it. Don't think that's think it. Yeah. Come on, Mario. Seriously. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they explain it really well. I, I I totally agree. What CV highlighted was perfect because if they already now like how we just talked about it and we said like okay the the World Cup was not included, I don't think any of the players are aware of that part because they probably would have looked at it and said like okay if you include the World Cup, it's an easy answer because then you will give it to him. But come on now, now you want to tell me that winning trophies, so many that that Holland won. Doesn't count anymore. That's what you're clearly saying. Well, what does he have to do not to win it? I know. Mm. That's the thing, I isn't it? As long as he's on the ballot, he's going to win. Burgle a supermarket. I said, did you do something? <laughs> a supermarket. <laughs> Who does that? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Why are we getting angry about this? Ah, oh, angry about this. But none, of them nah. the, none of them were at the ceremony, which kind of just shows you how important it is. Get out there. <laughs> Send, send, send our minions over, will you? Yeah, exactly. Do you think Harlan, do you think Harlan cares, Stevie? After the last one, no. Right. No. Oh, just, okay. No. He probably expects it. Just, just a popularity yeah. contest. And, yeah. And that's that. Oh. Yeah, you'll probably see now, the fact that this is getting so ridiculous, you'll probably see now that it won't be unusual for players not to bother turning up anymore. Right. It's just got so, so, it's poor. It's just poor. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, FIFA Best 11, which is a bit questionable as well, to be honest. Uh, when you look at the fact that Jude Bellingham is in there, he's been brilliant, obviously, for Real Madrid. Yeah. But if the voting ends on August the 23rd, does he really... When did the Liga, Liga start? Uh, oh, August. Yeah, late August. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait a hell of a week. But one game. <laughs> one of the first, the yeah, first game where he scored the winner, and that, that was it. On Messi's own. Um, they've gone for the traditional 3-3-4 <laughs> formation, so they can get uh, Vinicius Jr., Mbappe, Haaland and Messi, of course, uh, into the front line. Walker, Stones and Diaz. Stones, Stones was out for about six months, wasn't he? Yeah, he was out yeah. a lot. In the middle of that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Rodri, yeah. Rodri is not in. Uh, no, no, no room for Rodri. <laughs> it's, it's I know it's not the telly's fault in front of us, the monitor. Right. But whenever the graphic comes up, I feel like damaging the monitor. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, just, just get, make me up. Is there anyone particular you'd like to see in that no, eleven? I really haven't given. No, I didn't think you would have done. No, I think that's care, fair. Really? No, that's fair enough. Um, as always in these awards as well, uh, the Pushcast Best was announced. So this is the best goal uh, that we saw in 2023, according to the panel. We go to the second tier of Brazilian football for this, and it's quite the overhead kick. So, Guillermo Madruga. I shouldn't have won it either. No. No. I mean, this is just, this is just, no, come on. What's yeah. wrong with it, Stevie? It's... He's just gambling and... I mean, there's... The, 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 there's probably 20 probably goals. There's probably 100 but goals that are technically better, better build-ups. There's, so right. there's so many goals that have got so much more yes. rather than that. Yeah. But it, it kind of just plays in with the rest of the nonsense. OK. Actually. <laughs> We're only seven minutes in and I feel like kicking somebody. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're the, the wonder, is that? Yeah. It's, it's annoying. Uh, Mario, did you enjoy that goal? Was that the best goal you saw last year? 
Uh, no, I, I think there, there must have been something better because, well, yeah, he, he gambled. It make you know, like when you look at a bicycle kick like this, it brings me back to the one that Slatan did, and the one with Slatan did. I thought that one I enjoyed, but this one, no, it was no, no, no. In Brazil, no. they do a lot Maybe more nice things in Brazil. Well, just, just no, just no. You wouldn't look at that and then and then just go. That's not going. You wouldn't look at that goal and say. Oh, that will, that will never be beaten. Uh, no. Um, there were some other awards that were given out on the night as well. Let's take you through those. It's called Pep Guardiola was named Coach of the Year. Uh, elsewhere, Bomati, uh, the Women's Player of the Year. Uh, Serena Wagman, the Women's Coach of the Year of England. Edison, then Best Goalkeeper. Mary Earps, uh, the Best Women's Goalkeeper. The latest edition of the Gamble Jewels podcast is available now. Be sure to go over to the website and check it out. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Right then, away from the old best awards, let's talk about the Premier League. Of course, it was a, an interesting weekend given that some teams were on a break, others, of course, making the most of those teams not playing, especially at Manchester City. Closing the gap to two points now on Liverpool at the top of the table, coming from behind, of course, to beat Newcastle by three goals to two. Uh, Craig, you weren't, on, you weren't with us on Saturday. I know you talked about it briefly on Extra Time yesterday, but overall, this was... So good for so many different reasons. Also, Manchester City. Boys talking about it, and Stevie said they just knocked it about with just such quality. And yeah, there was <clears> moments <throat> that they got caught out, and Newcastle scored uh, two great goals. Actually, the, fi- the the five goals were just tremendous. Yeah, yeah. But the way that they played, uh, as a general rule of thumb, the way they passed it and they moved, and Newcastle came out like quick with that home crowd behind them, and then City just went. Pfft, Hey, we're, we're the boss. And it was quite something to, to watch. Uh, and that was before even De Bruyne and Oscar Bob comes on. Mm. But, you know, I'm just adamant that for all these storylines, for all these superstars, Haaland not there, Bernardo Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Rodri, 
Amazing. Why? What is it that he does that makes him so important? He just links the whole package <clears throat> together. He just, you know, and he's not perfect, but he's just got everything. You know, he, he can pass it, he's physical, gets his head up. Everything good about that Man City do, generally, Stevie comes through him. It's, it's like watching a 16-year-old playing in an under-12s game. That's what, I mean, it, it makes everything look so easy. He looks as though he's always got lots and lots of time. And as soon as the ball comes to him, you can see, not just in this Newcastle game, but generally, any opposition, you can see the midfielders, when the ball's on their way to him, you can see them going, right, I'm going to get him here. And they sprint. And by the time they get there, he's already passed it. He's, the ball's already gone. This is a lovely little one when it ran the corner. I mean, it's, I mean, it looks quite simple, but he, he, he's, he's made a yard from himself. He's reversed it with the outside of his boot. De Bruyne is in the space, and before you know it, they're, they're, they're going through and going. And, and we spoke the other night about, about the vision of De Bruyne. Mm. With the, with not only the goal he scored there, but the pass. Rodri is in the same planet when it comes to having the ball at your feet in the middle of the park. He sees where he see he knows where everybody is. He knows exactly where he needs to put the ball, and then he delivers it with the with the right pace on the right foot. But the overriding thing is, it makes it look so easy. Right. So easy. But if I'm Edison or I'm a Kanji, who didn't play, but you know Diaz, Guardiola, if I'm any of those players, and I'm a, and I'm, I'm I'm up the creek without a paddle, in my own box. He's gonna, he shows for you all the time. Right. He never hides. Never. And he doesn't always have a great game. Mm. Sometimes he makes mistakes. But he is he's perfect for this team because he's always there. And sometimes the little five and ten yard passes, the simple ones, are the ones that get, get City out of, out of that hole. And Liverpool do it as well, to an extent. Uh, McAllister comes in there. Before that, it was, it was Fabinho. Mm. But I think in the last 24 months... Nobody in England does it better than this guy. Douglas Louise is doing it a little bit for Villa, but he doesn't do it as well as Rodri. And I think when he comes back and they play the ball into him, when he's got a man up his back and then he, he lays it off to your fullback, and then before you know it, it's, it's simple at times what he does, but he's the best at it. And without him, all these other facets, right? Oh, De Bruyne is back, great player. Haaland will be back. Bernardo Silva. Somebody has to win the ball, somebody has to pass the ball, and somebody has to yeah. link it up. That's the man. Yeah. See, see, but sitting watching it on the TV, we can, we can see things way better, or way easier than you can when you're on the field. Yeah, it's, it's so much harder. And the amount of times that people give him the ball with two and three players around them, and you're sitting there, and I'm sitting at the weekend, I'm going, well, "What's he going to do now?" Right. And I haven't seen it, and I'm, I've got a, I've got a bird's eye view, but he first time puts three people out of the game, and all of a sudden, sit here going forward again. Yeah, but he's, on, he, he's also the, the, the perfect example of what, what Pep wants, right? Because when Pep plays the game and as a coach, he always says, like, if I play, if I have players in my team that don't want the ball, that I have a problem. Because one, I won't play you. And two is that then you don't play to win the game. And he is the perfect example of that. He's always showing, always giving you the option, regardless of who is around him. And also the size. Normally the familiarity of, of the players that play his position are normally uh, shorter. You know, they, they're faster on their feet, but he's in a bigger size 
and capable to do the same job. He's physically good, he can win headers, he can win the ball, but then he can also make sure that he moves the game forward. And I think that is very important when you play that position because sometimes people go safe, he does not play safe. You know when I talk about safe, I used to call them players like playing like a crap. You know, you go left, you go right, you never go forward. The only thing you can do is going backwards. And he is always trying to go forward and that's why I liked him. That's why I highlighted him when I saw him in that list before we talked about. I said, Rodri is not part of it. He's not bothered about his passing stats. I mean, right. sure, I mean, I'm sure there's an essence of don't want to give the ball away, but he's, he takes so many chances. Don't forget he played centre-half for Spain mm -hmm. um, at, at one of the major championships. And also, think about the player that was there before him, Fernandinho. Now, <clears throat> somebody had to replace him eventually. And he did such an amazing job at getting around the field. But he didn't have the passing stats that, uh, right. or the passing ability yeah. that Rodri has. Just, just didn't have that. What has epitomised City and their success over recent years, Mario, is these runs that they've put together just at the right time when it looks like, you know, the likes of Arsenal and Liverpool in the past could catch them. They put on these sort of 14, 15 games, unbeaten runs, which inevitably leads them to the title. Do you think we're starting to see them put together one of these runs now this year? The, the scary part is like some of the key players are coming back, right? Okay, we mm. saw the Bruyne come back, regardless if he's not physically fit yet, because you know, coming on in the game, he highlighted himself, he said, look, if I got to play like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, I might have it in my body. But the 90 minutes, we all know the Premier League, you need about, what is it, three to four games to be up to your speed. And then, you know, Haaland is maybe going to take a little bit longer for them. But you could see, like, even in the game against Newcastle, crossing the ball from the side was very difficult for them because they didn't have a proper striker like Alvarez is not the striker that you're going to deliver the ball in the air and make him attack that ball. He has other qualities and, like, you know, the, the runs and when Newcastle was sitting so deep. So breaking the line open, I was really impressed with the way they were playing and I could see that... They, they don't have everybody yet, but if you manage to play against a Newcastle side that plays 4-5-1, because don't forget, Gordon and Almiron, they were playing midfield and try to hit them on the break, and they still managed to get through that, that shows you what kind of capability Cities is about. And that's why when you highlight that, I think they, they can do it. I don't think I'm saying anything that they can go on a run and make them like unstoppable like what they used to. And saying like, what, 15 games, they, they go, what, 14 games on beaten and they yeah. drew one. Those kind of numbers are, are not a surprise to us. But the only thing is that every season, to do that again, Pep said it, we won so much, and make them do it again, it's, it's, uh, it's going to take some pushing, but they can definitely do it. They might not have to go on a run. Mm -hmm. Well, they might not have to go on an amazing run because right. Liverpool would have to do something similar, although they are, they've got a lead. And Arsenal, I mean, at the moment, you, you wouldn't suggest that they're going to put you know, seven or eight wins on the bounce. So... They might not have to put one of those runs that I think they did last year or the year before, I think it was 12 in a row, yeah. Yeah. when they were looking, some people were trying to write them off around Christmas and they came back and just uh, slammed the hammer down. But they might not have to, it depends on what the others do and it looks like Liverpool at the moment are the team yes. that are going to be the team to beat. Maybe Arsenal will get the finger out, who knows. The worrying, the worrying thing for everybody else is that there's no question, certainly in my mind, that that was the best performance of City all, all season. Mm -hmm. 
Now, when's the best time to kick into gear? End of January? <laughs> yeah. And you saw the stats, you know, two of those last four are from February to May, with 14 wins out of 15, both times. I mean, you can't, you win the championship, that, that wins you the championship, and it did win them the championship. So that would be the worrying thing. I think I said about three weeks ago, I don't think they're going to put a run like that together, because there was no sign that they were going to knock the ball around the way they did at the weekend. Without De Bruyne and without Haaland, nobody saw that coming. The fact is now they've got De Bruyne and they're going to get <laughs> Haaland. They're certainly not going to be worse. They can only be better. How frightening is that? Uh, Mario, word on the winning goal. Uh, as a defender, how do you stop that? How, it, the, the pass is inch perfect, isn't it, from De Bruyne? And then the skill from Oscar Bob beyond his age. It's, it's sometimes you get surprised by having a ball like that, right? As a defender, so you could Trippier. Okay, we know the number of games that he made some key mistakes, but this is Trippier. This is a guy that normally things like this don't happen. He was too much to the outside, so he couldn't mark the inside of him. And then the kid was just so so quick. He even said it after the game. He said like, "Look, I wanted to score at home." But I now get the opportunity to score at Newcastle. It's not a bad place, you know, that stadium, to get that stadium going. If you do stuff like that, uh, it was, was really amazing to see. But if you saw the first two goals that they scored, they went on the inside on their strong right foot on Walker. Walker, for me, is one of the key right backs. But he allowed players to go inside. He probably must have been so angry because Gordon mm. did it to him and Isaac did it to him. If you look at the first two goals, they right-feeded and he let them come in the field instead of pushing them outside. And when the two goals came, oh my God, I was like looking at it, I was like, oh, this could not happen. And if you saw the assists of Gimares, they were clearly set up just to use the speed of the three boys up front, Newcastle. And after they got hurt, when they got the equalizer, they had no answer, didn't know what to do anymore. And I think that's what City came and really showed the difference. It was a little unlike Walker, wasn't it, on that? Not, not so much the letting him come inside, it was the way he sauntered back. <clears throat> Aye, to begin with. Yeah. To begin with. Weird, he kind of ambled back as if there was no threat. Yeah. That's yeah. not like him. He, not, he, he normally bursts a gut to get back, back in position and then hard. He, he, it, like, it was like he was playing in a training game. But anyway. Just but, a word on Oscar Bob, Craig. Oh. Well, he's been hovering around for... Yeah. Now, we've seen some good cameos from him, haven't he? Coming off the bench already. Oscar Bobby loves him. <laughs> yeah, he looked... go over the name. It's the name. He, he's looked a player coming off the bench. Uh, that is going to do him the world of good with the confidence. But the first touch is good. I mean, feel a bit for... You've got to feel for Trippy. He's had some few weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not a lot he does wrong, but it's him that gets caught out. The first touch is hard, but then when he took the touch, you're thinking, right, where's he going? Keeper's, yeah. the keeper's going to smother it. Where's he going? And the quick feet and how he shuffled it, I mean, just, 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 just brilliant. Uh, another Norwegian to add to the list. I know, I know. I saw your tweet, wasn't it? You just want to need eight, <laughs> eight, eight more players with, with Harlan and Odegaard. Fantastic, but <laughs> Harland, Odegaard, Oscar, all these young players yeah. coming through. From the, but yeah, he's another one that they can ride. And that's the other thing with City. Everybody said it's money, money, money. It's, it's big players, big players. If you look at the list... Cole Palmer's come through, he's gone. Phil Foden came through, Rico Lewis came through. Oscar Bob's an opportunity. They're not, they're not the only club that does it, but if they're good enough, you're getting a chance. Uh, a word on Newcastle, out the top four race? Well, 
I think you'd have to say if Tottenham got all the players fit, they're looking better shape. They're 11 points off Champions League. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're getting top four. I don't. Stephen, you've been very optimistic about Newcastle. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see them losing four in the trot though. Um, <laughs> although the way they played at the weekend. They were just, I think they were unlucky. They just played against a team that I don't care who they were playing against, we're going to win the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they were just that good, say. Yeah. So I think top four is probably going to be out, out of reach. I think they'll get in Europe, though. Right. You know, Shaka said it the other day. They've got the next 12 games, they've only got two recognisable teams uh, as opposition. One's Arsenal, can't remember the other one. But the rest are games that you think they'll win. And you got to think they're going to get some of these players back eventually. So, yeah, I think they can still get into Europe. I just don't think it's the top four. Uh, meanwhile, the Spurs handed a debut, didn't they, to Timo Werner, of course, making that loan move from Leipzig in that 2-2 draw against Manchester United. He said, I think now I'm a bit older. I see how important assists and deep runs are for the team. I also want to score goals, but it's not the main part of my game anymore. With the tactics we have and the way the manager wants me to play, I can bring a lot to the group also with my assists and maybe not being the main man who scores goals. Does that make sense, Craig? Well, he'll have to bring in product or he won't be playing. Because at some point, they've got Richarlison in a bit of form at the moment. They've got Son to come back. They've got Kulisewski to come back. And they've got Brennan Johnson. Mm. So if he's not pulling his weight, he won't play. And you've got to give him some, some, some headroom. He hasn't played it much at Leipzig and... That was a big game to come in. But the question of Timo Werner will be, can he bring something to Tottenham that he wasn't able to do at Chelsea? And that is something tangible in the final third. And we saw a little bit yesterday, the answer at the moment is, is well, the, the jury's going to be out, although it's, it's very early. But as I say, if he doesn't do that, I mean, he gave them great width on the left-hand side, don't get me wrong, but when you got the ball and you said, well, go and run at the defender, go and run at <laughs> Dallow, came back inside. Maybe he's just lacking a bit of sharpness and match fitness, but came back inside, coming back inside, and he gave him the width, all right. But as I said, if he's not bringing something tangible, guess what? They have others that are going to come back from injury and some of them are away that... that uh, Postacoglu's already shown with some of these players. You don't mm. care. You don't care if you're Eric Dyer, Pierre Hoiberg, whoever you are. You're not playing well. Don't like you. You're not going to play. How long will that take? Um, well, I, I, he's coming into Tottenham under a completely different guise than when he went to Chelsea. Right. He was coming into Chelsea as a goal scorer. Yes. That's a different ball game. There's, there's, so, there's less pressure on, on him playing the way it looks as though he's going to be asked to play. And, and he's right. Listen, if he is playing on that left-hand side and he can up his game a little bit, because he did well at the weekend. He played his part for Tottenham, which ain't bad for a guy who... What did you like about him, Stephen? What did you like about his performance? Well, I liked, the, I liked the way he actually went after it. Unfortunately, you could see, whenever he, whenever he gets in the, the box, you could see he doesn't have the confidence. Right. You know, the shot he had yeah. that he drug with his left peg was, in my opinion, completely a lack of confidence. But every other part of his game, he helped out his fullback, and then when he got it, he did try and get after it. He did come inside maybe once too often, but he kept the ball. So he played a part yeah. in the victory. Now, that's something that we all didn't think he would be able to do. It was a draw. That's all right.
Yeah. Uh, Mario? <laughs> no, but the only thing I, I, I think see is, um, Craig said it, um, about him pulling back. You know, there were moments with, because Werner's game is getting the ball and running at the space that's available to him. And when he, when he held off, and uh, it's, it has to be his fitness, because if not, I ask myself, the time that he went to Germany, coming back, because at Chelsea, even if he wasn't in good shape or form, he would always attack the space. And even because they were both set up the same way, you know, with Werner, Richarlison, and Johnson using the spade, speed, I mean. And then, uh, you know, Menu was counting on uh, Garnacho and uh, Rashford. But I still felt like... At Spurs, you could see the difference with Sun being gone. It took them a longer time to get to the opponent's goal. Because normally when they break, they're so fast. And still now in their setup, I felt like it took them a little bit longer to get to it. But away from that, I think Werner is coming in a, a, a stable team that has a way of playing. And the thing for him is going to be, regardless if he says, oh, I don't care, I'm older now and I'm more experienced, the goal scoring doesn't matter. But, my friend, if you play on song, his position, <laughs> you better want to score some goals. But I think what Postacoglu has now, he's got... If we take Richarlison as a striker, although he can play other positions, he's got Werner, Son, Brennan Johnson, Kulisevsky. Four players that he can pretty much play anywhere right. along yeah. that front three. He maybe won't play Kulisevsky through the middle. He's played right. as a 10. Uh, and then you've got Madison can come back and play in behind. So he's got players that can play uh, along that front three. That's a really good option for him uh, to have in terms of uh, that forward line. And I think that's one of the reasons. And, and look, he's not costing him a lot of money at the moment. It's a loan... It's a lone move, and so at the moment it looks like it could be a good move for them. There you are, that's our Tottenham chat done to keep producer Mike happy. Uh, just a reminder, uh, Newcastle, uh, Newcastle, sorry, Nottingham Forest and Everton fans not happy as they've been charged with Premier League financial breaches. A lot more detail about that decision over on article on our website. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets, but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the scene in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia, one of the greatest rivalries in world sport. Real Madrid, football royalty, and Barcelona, world famous, but currently financially fragile. These two superpowers will juke it out for their first trophy of the season, the Spanish Super Cup. Vinicius here, great chance to lead, and that's exactly what Real Madrid do. Vinicius Junior and Barcelona's defence is caught napping. And Rodrigo is away yet again, he has Vinicius in the middle. It's 2-0 Real Madrid, Vinicius Junior and Barcelona are absolutely falling apart. Now can they find some kind of response? Balde stands one up to the back post, Lewandowski, oh, that's a goal scorer's goal. Sandra's volley, 2-1. Tremeni holds it in there, Vinicius goes down, the referee points to the penalty spot, it's a penalty for Real Madrid. Well, Vinicius with a chance for Hattrick, scores it, 3-1, Hattrick for Vinicius Junior. Vinicius into the middle, there's Bellingham, here's Rodrigo and it's 4-1 Real Madrid! And this is starting to get ugly for the Blaugrana. Van der Porta looked very in the wrong state. By Araujo, it's going to be a booking for Ronald Araujo, the second for Araujo, so his evening is over. Barcelona down to 10 men. And the referee blows for time. Real Madrid win the Super Cup for the third time in five years. Ecstasy for Real Madrid, agony for Barcelona. Super knockout leads Fundo Deportivo's headlines. Meanwhile, sport goes with humiliated. Uh, Mario, with me. I want to start by asking you guys, just explain to me, what's the thinking of Xavi playing such a high level? What's he trying to achieve <laughs> in, in, in this game? Because he must, have had a, he must have had a plan and thought, right, this is what I'm going to do, and this is why it's going to work. Well, it's not only the high line. There's the bad decision-making within the high line. Look at Kunde here. He, he, he's in a bad position, he gets him back in, he gets himself back into a reasonable position, goal side, and then he steps in again. He steps forward again, watch, right? He gets him, he realises, he goes back, right? So he's at least got half a chance, then he steps in. <laughs> Honestly. It's a horrible attempt to try and get the ball as well. I mean, complete lack of and, and, physicality. And this goal, you know the thing is, if you're going to play a crazy high line, right, and by the way, he was in his own half. Uh, but even if he wasn't, Ronald Arujo was a yard or two uh, deeper. And by the way, that was a great ball yeah. from Rodri. See, the, pro the problem is Arujo being the full-back. The two centre-backs are stitching him up. Absolutely. <clears throat> because he doesn't, he, he doesn't know whether they're going to stay or whether they're going to step. And by the time they've stepped, it's too late for him. So how can it have worked well, so well? Irrelevant like, in a way like, do you remember when we were talking about Araujo being one of the players? Yeah, but he was in his own half, yeah. so it's, it's irrelevant. Right. Because because uh, Rodrigo was in his own half, so he's not offside. So that's the first mistake, right? Because you're playing offside, 
Uh, you're squeezing up when a player is close to, to bending his run back into his own half. Now, unless you're six years old and you're learning the game, you know he can't be offside. Mm -hmm. the, <laughs> the other thing is, and we see it a lot watching pretty much, uh, f for the most part, the big Premier League games, and likes of Bayern Munich and others, when, you, when teams are playing, Aston Villa been key, Tottenham do it, yeah. uh, City do it, uh, Liverpool don't do it as much, but remember for a couple of years ago, yep. they played this high line. But guess what? They tell their goalkeeper they were playing the high line and he has to be a sweeper-keeper, right? <laughs> and Aki Pena, nobody told him. Right. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, nobody told him, being sarcastic. You know, they're playing this amazingly high line and he stood. Now, I'm not suggesting he would have got there, but he stood in his penalty box. You can't do both. Yeah. You know, if you're going to play that really squeezed, your keeper, like the Allisons, the Edersons, the Emmy Martinez, the Manuel Neuer, all these guys are ready. They're all, they're, you see them all the time, they're ready to come out for that ball over the top. They, did, they had neither. They had a keeper in the box and they sit the back four and the halfway line. Yeah. I just want to go to Mariano Araujo, who, of course, was so good last year. We were talking about, oh, he's got Vinicius Jr. in his pocket. Uh, this yeah. is the right way to approach it. Xavi's done a good job um, man-marking or getting Vinicius Jr. out of the game. Why has that changed so much? It, it's, it's a psychological thing also. Eh? We talk about Finney. Finney is, is, is a, a great player because that's why you understand we saw what he just did. And this is not something like he surprised us. It was something he just continuously keeps on doing. He uses his pace really well because you have to have the timing right. But Rojo, he couldn't score against him, right? Because he was marking him really well. Mm. But the thing, when you play against a Real Madrid side and you have you know, a coach that is that smart, he knew, okay, they're going to play the high line. Safi's game, when Safi was playing for Barcelona, what were they were playing? A very high line. So now his team is going to play a high line. What do you put up front? When you play against the Real Madrid side and you have Vinicius <laughs> and Rodrigo up front and you get a Bellingham to drop off in the middle to give them more stability in the middle to win the man and then Barcelona, there were moments where they were trying to make the game and try to dictate the tempo of the game. You get Frankie de Jong dropping in at the back, trying to pick the ball up, you know, and trying to find the gaps, the gaps. But then you know when they lose the ball, there's only one thing Real Madrid was thinking about. How quick can we expose them? And they really exposed them. The whole defensive line, they all looked very slow. While compared to what they normally do, Kunde is not the slowest player. Arojo is not the slowest player, but they, the timing of their runs was so good and made them look very slow. And that was well, the thing, tactics, and I, I was surprised the, in them doing it. The, the tactics from Xavi about this are completely <clears throat> and utterly wrong. It smacks of somebody who doesn't understand what it's like to play in the back line. Because <laughs> forever and a day, you cannot try and hold a line, particularly up in the, on the halfway line, when there's no pressure on the ball. Right. And when you're yeah. playing against a team like Real Madrid, pretty much every one of them, if you give them time and space, can deliver a ball into an area without any problem. And you stick that on top of you playing against Rodrigo and Vinny Jr., who have got genuine pace, you <coughs> are absolutely gambling. And that's all you're doing. It's a toss of a coin. Because nobody, you saw the line, the whole line's not in tune. Nobody's sure whether they're coming up or whether they're going back. Absolute disaster. It should be really simple, Dan. If there's no pressure on the ball, you cannot you hold the line. You have to take a step. Right. It's really, it's, that is not, that is not being a genius. Because if there's more pressure, it's harder to find the pass. Well, well, yes. If somebody's pressure on the ball, then, you, then you're good. Right. 
it's, it's tactically... So if it's so minded. obvious to everyone watching, why isn't it obvious to him? Well, that's the question. Why is it not? But there's another factor to this. Let's peel it back a little bit. When Arojo did this amazing job on Vinicius Jr. last year at right back, which he did, mm -hmm. pretty much, where was Vin Vinicius Jr. playing? Last year? Drifting in from the left, wasn't he? The same, yeah, same thing. No, no, it's not the same thing. They had, they had a guy called Karim Benzema through the middle, uh, yeah. and, and <laughs> Vinicius Jr. You were always going to give the wrong answer. Then. I know. No, I know. Vinicius Jr. was was pretty much not all the time, but was pretty much hugging the touchline. Yeah, so he's a, kind of what you'd call a traditional left winger. Right. Right. So guess what? Arujo went out. It was man for man. Did a job on him. Unless Chavi's been living under some stone somewhere. He might have realised that Karim Benzema's not there anymore and Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo or Hossler or whoever it is when they've played are playing more of a hybrid tucked-in role. So he's not, he's not finding himself on that left wing as much. And so therefore the, the, the whole reason in playing a Rojo out there to negate that was a head-scratcher from the start. Right. Because that's not the way that Real Madrid have played this year. Him and Rodrigo, Vinicius, when they've played well together, have played narrow with Bellingham coming through the middle because they don't have a natural striker. So you'd have to question why Ronald Arujo, who is arguably the quickest and strongest defender that Barcelona have got, hence why he played right back against them to, to stop him, was out there in the first place. And, and Jules Koundé, by the way, who's not been shy no. about voicing his opinion. Oh, I don't want to play right back. I want to play centre half. I want to play here. I want to play there. And I'm getting... He ain't played well. No, he has not played well at centre back. <clears throat> but the whole thing about playing Arojo out there to negate uh, Vinicius Jr., that was last year's movie. <laughs> that's last year's movie. That's not the way Real Madrid have played this year. And I don't think that sits well with the way Xavi set up either. Uh, Vinicius Jr., of course, getting a hat-trick, fantastic match uh, for him. But as with Vinicius, there's always a little bit of drama, isn't there? We saw him um, putting his 4-1 fingers up to make sure that the Barcelona bench knew exactly uh, what the score well, what's was. What's wrong with that? Come on. Uh, you got no problem with that. That's all fine. Well, the Barcelona bench were getting a little bit uh, rowdy. Yeah. They had a goalie coach sent off. Xavi felt the officials were against... Xavi was moaning about the officials all game, <laughs> right? Both <laughs> official, referee... Not about his defending. Uh, this is what Vinicius had to say uh, about himself. He said, it makes me sad. Everyone wants to fight with me because they know it will be Vinny did this, Vinny did that. In the press, I try to stay calm and focus on doing as well as possible. It's not all about me. Of course, I'm no saint. Sometimes I talk too much. Sometimes I dribble when I shouldn't. But I'm here <laughs> to improve and to be a role model to kids. I want to improve. Mario? Look, if you love football, you got to like Vinny. Come on, guys. Come on. This is a guy that entertains people. When you're in the stadium, that's why you come to that stadium, to see the dribbles, the speed, the, how he takes people on, and the joy that he's doing it. Look, that he goes back to the bench, you know, and has a little banter while they are going at him. Why would he not do that? The only thing for him, I hope that he doesn't get himself over the line because sometimes he can take it a little bit too far. Mm. But from that on, if they're making signs to me, I'm making signs to them back. Why would I not do that? They're making signs. I won the game. You didn't win the game. So I'm going to do it back because next time when he loses the game, they're going to go after him. And then people are going to say, oh, uh, he's saying something back. Yeah, but that's football, guys. <laughs> it was his day yesterday. Next time, Barcelona will be talking. Just go the hat trick. Yeah. I mean, you think back to the, uh, the game at Montjuic. 
the, the first Clasico of the season in, in, the, uh, in La Liga. He was awful. Mm-hmm. Moaned about the referees. Yeah. Just stopped playing, wanting fouls. He just, was, his head was all over the place. Yesterday, he, was on, he, was, he, he sensed it. He, he was like, holy, look at how they are defending. I'm going to get... He was just on it yesterday. <laughs> so, to be fair, so was Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. The both of them were just, were just on it. And I like his answer, though. What? The, the way he answers that. Well, he's not, he's not, he's not come out as, as being big-headed. He's come out and said, look, I just... I, I, I get carried been, away. Yeah. Aye. I mean, what's wrong with that? It's perfect. And will that improve with age? Absolutely, right. yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll improve because obviously, obviously people want, <laughs> want to try and get physical with them. Uh, and when you get caught a couple of times, I mean, that's what Angelotti will be talking about because he doesn't want people going around kicking his players. And if they're winding defenders up, then they're going to get kicked. Right. Or somebody else gets it. Hold on. That's probably where he's coming the from. The Barcelona but, bench... But the answer's great. Yeah, the Barcelona bench were having a pop at him uh, because Ronald Arojo had just lashed out at him. Yeah, it just kicked him for the second yellow, yeah? <laughs> second yellow, red card, <laughs> right? And all right, you, you might argue he tried to play the ball, but it was a wild slash and he <laughs> caught Vinicius Jr. in the Achilles and it's a second yellow. They're giving him a bit of stick, which tells the whole story about Barcelona. They blamed everybody else uh, during the game. To be fair to Xavi, after the game, he took responsibility. Said, no, just, just not good enough, to be fair. Uh, but during the game, it was everybody else's fault. And they're giving him pelters on the bench. And he's, he's went, look, 4-1. But he's not run over and like head, head-butted one of the coaches. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a... It's a What's the word, I don't know? Mountain and a molehill? Molehill? Uh, a mountain out of a molehill. Mountain out of a molehill. I believe, <laughs> I believe that's the expression. I, I believe. Uh, oh, what that's is that? Don't ask me. Well, a mountain out of a molehill. I knew I'd get Things it. Things could get even worse for Barcelona this week. It's unlikely, but boy, if they oh. lose in the Copa del Rey on Thursday, what a huge blow that could be to Xavi's future, considering they're away against Union Easters. Uh, meanwhile, it's a special doubleheader for us on ESPN Plus on Thursday, because following that, it's the little matter of Atletico Madrid against Real Madrid. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, there we are. That's it. I thought I started it. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I'd start him off. It come. Uh, extra time, then, is next. Welcome in, then, to the latest edition of Extra Time. Craig is here, Stevie as well. Mario also joins the party. Mario, how many more awards will Messi get for winning the 2022 World Cup? Oh my God, he's got so many already. But uh, look, I don't want to take anything away, of course, the, of the things that he delivered because it is, as a footballer, you have that dream. But they just have to explain it to them exactly what awards and where are they for. And then everybody yeah. will be understanding it. There you are. It's been very clear with these players about what they're voting for. Yeah. Uh, Craig, does Benzema or Firmino improve Manchester United or Chelsea? Players come back from the Saudi league. Let me tell you. 
Well, I don't know about Bobby Firmino. He's not going to go to Man United. Uh, but certainly Benzema is improving any of those sides. Right, you think Unless so? Unless something drastically has gone wrong and what was it, how long has that been now? About seven or eight months. Yeah, he went in the summer, didn't he? Uh, so it's not that long ago. And and let's not forget, Chelsea in particular really don't have anybody of yeah. any note in that position. Yeah. I mean, young Hoyland's he's, he's, he's raw. He's got a great goal. Yes. The problem is they don't play a lot of football in United, do they? Right. I mean... They play on the counter attack. Well, Chelsea different. Maybe Chelsea was. Ch- Chelsea could be all right. A leader as well, well they coming need, in. They have got no. They, they really don't have anybody. Yeah. I mean, Broyer's a good. I liked him when he was at Southampton. Broyer. Right. That's and about I the think, level. I think kind of that's not Southampton because they're in the Championship, but you know they might come back up. But you know somewhere else, bottom half of the Premier League, I could see him going in sort of an Everton or something like that, and, and maybe do a job. Uh, Nico Jackson, I think we're all agreed it's. I don't think he's going yeah. to cut the muscle. And in Kunku, you can't rely on him. Well, he, and he'll play probably right <laughs> when he wins yeah. fit anyway. So, but is that really a, a serious discussion? Benzema coming yeah. back from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Well, there we are. Did they talk Bowie. about it? <laughs> 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 it came up. I saw that name popping up, and I was like, <laughs> "Just what you highlighted. They need goals." And <laughs> Palmer at the moment is the top scorer, <laughs> and he's yep. a midfielder yeah. or attacking midfielder or whatever we want a winger. So, they need a striker. Uh, Stevie, rank the Liverpool forwards by the amount of goals they will score in Salah's absence. Who have we got then? Ooh. Nunez? Jota. If Jota's fit, I'd yeah, say Nunez, Jota. Jota. Diaz. Yeah, Diaz. Gakpo. Well, I think you'd either be no, your form. Nunez ahead of Gakpo. Yeah, I think we'll go Jota, Diaz, Nunez, Gakpo. Under Poscoglu, do you think Spurs are becoming more of a destination club for sought-after players, Craig? Well, sought-after players, guess what, cost a lot of money. Right. Generally. So the defender, of course, chose, I, I forget his name. Dragerson. Yeah, Dragerson chose uh, Spurs, didn't he, over Bayern Munich? From Genoa, yeah. He's a big, apparently big, strong. Right. Strong as an old, good rugged defend. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much truth there is. I mean, I, I read the reports he was going to Bayern Munich and I thought, well, that's that deal hijacked. But maybe a bit like Erling Haaland. Uh, it seemed like three or four years ago when United were trying to coax him uh, to come, particularly his countryman, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, his management said, no, no, you know, progression, Borussia Dortmund, big club, more opportunities. Uh, better for them learning, maybe that's something. But yeah, I mean, Tottenham's, there's no doubt, it's, people will have taken note that, that the way that they're playing. Mario, if, no you, if you have to choose between Spurs and Chelsea as a player right now, where would you go? I mean, I don't think it's the best answer because I will never go to Spurs because it doesn't make sense. You know, if you, you support that team, you play there, boom. But if you're talking about football-wise, yeah, you know, and you, you did, I haven't been Chelsea and Spurs is playing mm. this kind of football. Yeah, you go to Spurs. They play great football. The way they set up, the way Pocoglu wants them to play, the way they attack. Yeah, I, I think they're really playing some good football. I haven't seen Spurs playing this kind of football for a long time. Spurs. You'd go, wow. you'd go to Bayern before Spurs, wouldn't you? I know, but maybe it was maybe it was more of a game time issue. Yeah. Thought, I met, you know, maybe with... You know, I mean, has been struggling. But Kem, they've just signed, they've just signed a centre back in the window. Eric Dyer. 
Oh, that's who it was, aye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, aye, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to Bayern. Maybe to worry about Archie. <laughs> Archie's jacket. Steve, it's Steve, going to Bayern because it looks like, it looks like, well, there's not look like Van der Ven. Van der Ven. And the Argentinian boy, what's his name again? Romero. Romero. It looks like that's, that's his two when they're fit. Right. I would suggest it'd be easier for him to get in the Bayern team because the Puma Cano has been having a, having a Torre the last 12 months, maybe even 18 months. <clears throat> and even even then, you can't go to Bayern. Because you know, you know they're going to be competing for the Champions League. Yeah. And you're probably going to win the league. I, I don't get that. I absolutely go to Bayern Munich over Spurs. I had a look at the list yesterday of, for both United and Spurs of players that were out. You know, Because there's been a lot of talk this year. You know, United have been players out, Newcastle have been hit badly. Some clubs have definitely been hit a bit worse. Yes. Players, right? And I had a look yesterday at Tottenham and, and it was like, I got to the end of United players out and then it just kept going. It, it was actually quite scary. And there were, you know, whether it's injuries or absentees for, uh, for these competitions that are going on. So when you think about that, and they only just got Van der Ven back, uh, how they were able to dominate that game. I mean, it was, as I said yesterday, when it wasn't exactly a shock. Mm. But even when you're thinking, right, you know, United at home, Tottenham, you know, Hoiberg and Skip, he doesn't really fancy them. Bentoncourt hasn't played that many games, but yet they still knocked it about as if they were playing against some team from the, the first or second division, to be mm. honest with you. I was trying to remember, did you change your mind from the 2-2? I, I didn't, but I was thinking about it. Right, yeah. Because I was listening to Frank, and he was kind of pushing me towards Spurs, but I, I didn't. I didn't actually. In the you end. didn't make the jump. Should never have been two-two anyway, should it? No. No. Uh, <laughs> I thought Spurs was going to do it though in that game. Yeah. I, I felt like before the game I was all 100 percent Spurs, but then I think you know there were moments you could see me bringing some Spurs. I, I I really like. It's maybe uh, interesting to say, but they play some good football though. They the mm. way they attack and, and comfortable going to like some people that haven't been to that stadium. You don't go to that stadium and be that confident and playing that kind of football because when you come on that field, you get impressed by the what sixty thousand people watching you and the way they stand behind their team. But then you see first turn up. And they played with so much confidence. I was like, okay, impressive, really impressive. Everybody played every, to win, don't they? Everybody played to win, right? Yeah, and everybody. Yeah. But the thing is, everybody does turn up at that stadium now. Yeah, it's changing. Yeah. And, and, and you know, Bournemouth did it. Wolves did it. So, yeah. I mean, they've, they've all done it. Crystal Palace. I mean, they've all done it. The only team that doesn't play to win is Man United. <laughs> it seems. And again, he was at it in his press conference. You guys, but I didn't see. Ah. He, he said, uh, what was it, Stevie, the immortal words? We're improving. Right. Well, there you are. Honestly. It's called two couples. If you shut your eyes, it sounds like Solskjaer. <laughs> Jim Ratcliffe was sat next to Sir... Yeah, the two stairs. Yeah, it's Sir Jim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you call people Sir anyway? Oh, um, of... hey, if you've got knighthood, you would insist for school and call you Sir Craig. <laughs> <laughs> you get extra money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was that? So to But he was sat next to Fergie. Yeah. And what... I mean... Well, if you what so they both turn around, wouldn't they? What must have been, <laughs> what must have been thinking? Yeah. Uh, Craig, what happened to Xavi and Barcelona? They were playing in much more control last year, and this year teams got, just got stronger. How this team is falling apart? Well, the guy in the middle of the park that could control the game, uh, even though he couldn't run a lot at the, towards the end, and Sergio Busquets. Uh, they had 
they had a fit Pedri for the most, a fit yeah. Gavi for the most, a fit uh, Frankie de Jong for the most. Those guys have all been out. Frankie Gable, de Jong's Gable back. was good last year. Ter Stegen was really good. And they played some good stuff. All of those things haven't happened. They've, they've, had, they've had the injuries. They've defended horribly, which, by the way, they defended well last year. Uh, Lewandowski was still looking sharp. Uh, that might come back uh, if he gets a bit more supply. And they were out playing teams. They're really not doing any any of that. I, I wouldn't. I don't think he's any any immediate danger. He's got this game against Unionistas. But they only just come through that last game against another team that I can't. Yes, I can't remember. Bar, 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 yes. Whoever it was. But he's got. He's seven points off Real. I think he's eight off Girona. He's got Napoli coming up in the Champions League. Yeah. Not at the, the best of seasons, but they won't be frightened. It could unravel very quickly for him. So yeah. I think yeah. he'll see through to the end of the year, but you just never know. Or the end of the season. Mm. Stevie, who is someone you played with or against that you would say is comparable to Kevin De Bruyne? Oof. Mario, anyone spring to mind? I'm thinking too, it's a tough one. Yeah, because he's really good. You know what? One, we, we got to be like a, a guy like really comfortable on the ball, but then, ah, uh, maybe, uh, okay, if I'm going to call one, I'll probably call Claire Seedorf. Was probably one of the guys that I could say that had a bit of that, you know, like he could see the pass, he had, the, you know, the dribble, the vision was good, great technique. Yeah, I will call him. No, <laughs> so, come on, there must have been somebody. I know, I'm trying to well, well, think. I'm trying like to think. That. Tell you, no, I'll tell you, he was a goal scorer and oh. late runs into the box. You? Well, no, because then you, you're. Look, lots of good, really good midfielders, you know, at Chelsea with Wisey and, and others. And, and Gary Mackway, Scotland, Johnny Collins, Stuart McCall, Paul Lapp. But, but then you're looking at. You're looking at. He's not. He's not a number ten, is he, Kevin De Bruyne? Ooh, yeah. He's a bit. He's a bit of everything. Yeah. He'll get goals, killer passes. He'll make tackles. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking about players with his ability. You're thinking about somebody like Gianfranco Zola. But then, yeah. Then he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't have he doesn't that win defense. The ball back. No, he exactly. It doesn't fit into a <laughs> right. Category, he's a one-off space, whatever you want. He's. Yeah. You know, no, I honestly can't. I tell you who's I, I didn't play, I didn't play like with Pilo, but if not, I would call maybe somebody like a Pilo or whatever. But Pilo doesn't go forward, but he doesn't mm. have the path and the understanding of the game. I didn't play with him, but he's definitely one of the guys that you could say, yeah. Somebody that does it, he just doesn't do it as well as De Bruyne. Maybe he will one day. But somebody that does a bit of both is is the, the lad at Liverpool, Soberslai. Oh, so oh yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, he's he, he, thinking more Trent Alexander-Arnold. We're we playing balls into the into the area. No, I'm thinking right. about he's somebody that'll make runs and he'll, he'll also tackle. But he's got a pass. He's he's got a good strike on him. But mm. I mean, we're not we're not. He's a really good player. I mean, he's a captain of Hungary. But yeah. De Bruyne's. Yeah. I think, I think what we're seeing is is there's not. No. No, it certainly sounds like a final question to you, Mario. Uh, do you think the warm weather training is a very useful thing for the team to do? Oh yeah, I think I think it's one of the best things to do because you know, like uh, the weather brings happiness. We can all talk about it, and everybody has to agree with it because we know when we go on holiday, where we go, we go sunshine. Rarely mm -hmm. people go skiing. Okay, I'm a black guy, I don't go skiing, so that's definitely out of the books for me. But 
if if I go if I talk sunwise, yes, you need that because there is more that you can do, and also why teams go there in the warm weather you have less injuries than when it comes to a colder weather because they got to warm up and got to do more to be actively uh, capable to do certain things. In the warm weather, you don't need to do that. You can sprint really quickly. So I think that's definitely a must. And, you, and when you go in warm weather training, you tend to get a little bit more dehydrated. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But, but now the family, the Arsenal families have gone with them, haven't they? Yeah, but we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. We're not Arsenal. Would you have liked your family to have been with you? Oh, uh, absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put the lie detector test on that. Stevie. Stevie. Oh, yeah. no. Better warm weather training. Barry, better warm weather training. No, you were with your family with you. We had, you know, we we were brought to Rome once by Ranieri, and I never forget that day. We go there, we were Chelsea there. We in the training camp. He was the only one that had his whole family there. Wife, daughter, dog. We had nobody. We were there for 16 days in the middle of nowhere three hours away from the airport, and then no one goes there. The only people who go there are the elder people that go and pray. And we were sitting there for 16 days. Oh my God, it was the worst training camp I've ever had in my life. Oh, oh wow. My God. I, I, was locked up. I can't remember who it was, but it was the night before the cup final. So all the, all the wives and stuff yes. would, be, be, would be brought down the day before. I see. And they stay over in London. Okay, but they, they, don't stay, they don't stay with you? No, no, no. no. And I can't remember who it was, no. but, one the, but one of the ways, one of the ways was phoning him up going, I don't know what to do. I, I didn't bring my hairdryer with me. What am I going to do? <laughs> like, what, what am I going to do? I'm, a, I'm in a hotel about 40 miles away in London. Didn't you have someone in, in Mexico? His wife was ringing up, shouted at him. Oh no, of... that was Arthur. <laughs> uh, Arthur Alberson. Aye, aye, aye. I'll, tell, I'll tell you, I won't tell you why. She was, but anyway, it, it was, so he's like, it was two single beds, right? You yeah. know, back in the days, Dan, when we used to share. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah of uh, course, back in the good old days. And of course, I'm like, it was afternoon, we were, having a, we were chilling out, old siesta, and he must have been on the phone for 45 minutes, right? And Arthur never said a word. <laughs> he was just, I just saw his head nodding and doing all this. And then eventually he went, I tell you what I'll do, I'll get a job as a plumber and put the phone down. <laughs> That was uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah. All right, then, that is it. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you very much to Mario, to Stevie, and to Craig. And what's happening tomorrow? I have no idea. Uh, Carabao Cup. <laughs> no, it's not. You just completely made that up. That's next week. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was a model. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes. They're the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled, and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com.